Yo, this your boy Keith from FUBU. You rockin' with the self motivated podcast. You heard? Stay tuned. Keep it locked. You dig? Where it's at? Now, for those that don't know you, man, introduce yourself. Um, hi, my name is Keith Herring. And, uh, <laughs> nah, my name is Keith, man. I, um, you know, I'm one of the four founding members of Fubu the Collection. Um, you know, I've been rocking my boys over all of them actually over 30 years now. So we've been doing this and hanging out and kind of, you know, just just being there for each other for you know like 30 32 years now. Yeah, yeah. long time. Yeah. Now, you know, what was it like growing up for a brother like you, man? Shit. Man, it was hard, man. Like, you know, we grew up on welfare and everything, you know what I mean? So it was, you know, me and me and little sis, you know, and my mom, mom Duke in the two-bedroom apartment, you know, I had to take the couch. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of years, I had to hit the couch, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, right, was allowed, nobody was allowed to see our little two-bedroom, you know what I mean? Because I didn't want to know we was all in... You know, me and little sisters sleeping in the same room. But, um, you know, it's cool, man. You know, my mom did the best she could to keep us out of the, you know, out of the gutter, gutter. I mean, we was in the hood, but we wasn't in the gutter, right. you know. So, um, you know, pops left around eight. And then uh, mom just held it down. Like, she was mom, pops, everything, you know. And um, Salute to your mom, man. Yeah, so, you know, and then... um. You know, we did the best we can. I had some good grandfathers and shit, so they were, they was cool. They kind of stepped in trying to help guide me in some type of way. Um, but it was mostly like my mom was like she was she was it for me because she used to always tell me, don't let them get no number on you, boy. <laughs> don't let them put no number on you. Famous saying, you know, growing up. So and then you know, my pop saying was shit. They you go up the way. I ain't coming to see, I ain't coming to visit you. So shit. yeah. So it, it was it was. A, it was a challenge, you know, and it was it was hard for the, for the kid to, to keep his nose clean, you know. I I, I did the dab in little things and got in trouble here and there, but none never where I had to get that uh that number on my chest, you know. what I'm saying that ain't come till later, you know, helping a helping a uh, a friend out and uh, him getting a ticket on my car and not paying a little fifty dollar ticket. I get pulled over for like uh, what do you call that suspended license suspended license my boy put that number on my chest quick but you know other than that i'm good all right that's what's up man and what's your position you know in the whole fubu organization um vice president um director of marketing uh you know when it was actually up and in in, in in running you know we, we we just launched back in january and and, and, and this is some funny shit. I, I, I was telling my man this i said yo you know, we've been in business 25 years. Yes. I'm watching everything go on as far as um, all the sales go on. You know, people are, people are snatching it up, but not, I mean, I'm not going to say not near one. Only two people we know. One person that works here and <laughs> my boy, um, Teeth, he's a director. Only two people bought some shit from us. So I sit back and I and I think about all the people that we gave free clothes to. Not near one of them just paid forty dollars for a hat or nothing, okay. like you know. And then they be screaming on your FB page, talking all this bullshit. And, yo, whatever, yo, bitch, yo, man, get off my page. Yeah, that's all the fake love, man. 
it, it's crazy. It's crazy that it's like that. I mean, we're going to keep it pushing regardless. But yeah. you know, when, when you have people who claim to support you, but not, and I see everything. I see all the sales go through. And we don't see none of your boys pop up on that list. Nice. Man, my nigga, you couldn't even buy a hat. All right, fuck it. The hat is 45. You couldn't buy a $34 t-shirt. <laughs> like, like all the clothes I gave you. Like, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't shit spend a dollar. But it's all good, man. It's just, to me, it's motivation because, you know, I guess they doubting you or they not believing in you. So, yeah. Who's wrong? But we've been, been doing good. We just did a little deal with, um, with Ebbetsfield. I'm going to get a little collaboration with Potter. Yeah. You know, Urban Outfitters picked up a couple of pieces. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. got to revamp yourself, you know, in this new day and age. That's all. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a little show with Puma next year. You know? All right. So, you know, we just going to keep it pushing. You know, we've seen, a, like, a, like you know, you were just saying, we've seen a lot of, and I mean a lot of brands and a fold in the last 25 years, man. And you know, not thinking you would last more than what two or three years. What, what was, kept you? What kept you inspired, man? Yeah, because you know what it was when we got into this game. We were like, "Yo, we got three years. We out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we we ain't gonna be in this game long." But we wound up, you know, after that three years was up, shit was still popping. So we were like, "Okay, maybe we got another year or two. Then after those two years, it was like still going. Like, you know, so. But we had the knowledge and know how. To say to ourselves, you know what? This shit go in in a little while. Let's plant some seeds and do something else. So one of our boys was like, y'all should open some stores overseas. So we want to open like 200 stores overseas. So when Cass was shitting on us here, we were still getting overseas. There. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool. And then when, when the money overseas stopped, you know, the whole internet came about. Oh, and they, they could see what was going on here. We wasn't in Macy's anymore. We wasn't even in these stores anymore. They was like, ah, well, you know. So he was like, all right, cool, no problem. Let's make a new line, Crown Holder. Let's yeah, make right, a new right. line. Let's go get another Koji. Let's go get this. Let's go get that. So, you know, we just switched it up and didn't kind of really tell anybody we was behind it and, and then let them figure it out. And by the time they figure it out, it was we already was too late. Yeah, we already, we already knee deep in this thing. So. All right, man. So, you know, can you remember what inspired y'all guys to uh, launch FUBU? You know, how did you get involved in the whole situation? Um, it's shit. I, you know, I, I was kind of like a big dog where I was at. I was the boss where I was at. You know what I'm saying? I was property manager for um, 111th Street Apartments in Harlem. So, and I, I got that job when I was like 20 years old. So, yeah. I, I was good over there. But, you know, D was like, there's always something we was doing. Because even though I was there, I was still doing football and traveling with them too. But um, he had a, 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 a he just had a vision about this thing. Like he just wanted to do it, and and I don't even think his vision was fully connected to the whole brand. I think his I thing think it was gonna turn out. Yeah, hey, I think his thing was like just do these hats and you know sell a couple of shirts and make a couple of dollars. Then Jay Jay's like really the 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 fashion cat. You know you can see him walking around now with, with suits on every goddamn day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but. You know, he was the cat that was like, yo, this is what I wanted to do. You know, this could be bigger than, than you know, hats. Well, we did bigger than hats and T-shirts. So we kind of started expanding it. But um, I, I guess what inspired us to do it, because we was doing these local shows called um, the Black Expo. Yeah, so yeah we, I heard of those. So we do, like, you know, we bring, like, 1,000, 2,000 shirts. And, you know, it's like three or four days. By the second day, my nigga, we... Sold we, out. 
<laughs> he's just sitting there like, yo, what's up? So, um, so once we started doing that and, and, and making, you know, money that way, and then we started doing Rodney King. We were, we were doing Rodney King t-shirts and my free Mike Tyson shirts and shit like that before, you know, the Black Expos. But once we got into the Black Expos and we saw that the shit was taking was off, selling, it was really doing what it was supposed to do. It was like, all right, cool. Let's, you know, this, this might have some legs. Um, and then when we started repeating the same shows, we started noticing people come from the, the year before, like, yo, I was looking for this shit everywhere. I couldn't find, find it. it. Yo, I'm snatching up 10 this time, you know? Yeah. And it was more like that effect. And so we knew we had something. We just didn't know what we had. But all of that was the setup for the, for the, um, for the launch because once we came, once we got our deal, and the, the deal went kind of like this. You got to sell $5 million in three years or we take the name or you got to pay us back. So we was like, all right, back against the wall. Let's get it. Let's get it. Then when we went to go, you know, jump out there, we had put so much legwork into it so that when it was in stores, we made $5 million the first season. Like, I mean, I mean the first season, I mean four months. My four people. months, yeah, that's four months. That's and one then, quarter. For the following um, spring season, we made, um, we wound up making 30 million. You know what I'm saying? So we just never looked back after that. We just kept it moving. No, that's what's up, man. Inspired as we inspired, I would say what inspired us, knowing that we had something that was going to grow, but we didn't know how it was going to grow, but we knew we had something. And I think that's what made everyone quit their jobs and was like, you know what? We got something here. Time to quit the jobs. You know, I wasn't trying to quit my job. I was making about these four. days. Yeah, these days, nobody, you know, want to be willing to quit their job to just put a plan together and see if, you know, fruit. Nah, nah. I was like 25 at the time, and and I was making like almost 50, 50 grand. I was making like 49.5. You know, back in 95, that was a lot of bread, you know, especially. Yeah, that was a whole lot of bread. And you know? Then, and then to turn around and to, to, to lead that in one quarter, by the time you get your deal, you five million. It's, you know, it's a whole big difference. Yeah, but, you know, it's like, I, I'm looking at D, he talking about quit your job, and I'm like, dude, I got to take care of my daughter, like, you ain't trying to deal with the crazy baby, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I wound up getting fired, I wound up having them fire me on some bullshit, and then I was able to get unemployment. Like, for a little while. Yeah, so I could just take care of my seat until that shit came through. But then once that came through, we was out. We was gone after that. Took off, man. And I know you came across a lot of uh, hip-hop, you know, artists and legends in the past. What's your wildest memory you can remember, man? Uh, uh what, are you, what, are you, what, are you, what are you saying there? You PG? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, man, you know, keep it PG, nothing too crazy, you know? I'll tell you like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, some real cats, man. And I think, I'm going to just give you that part of it because... Some of these cats out here be phony as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they act like you 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 cool with them. I ain't gonna call no names out because I don't want to have to start fucking niggas up. Cause I, I I just don't like the way some niggas act with when you know like we ain't never did nothing to nobody. We always been 100 with everybody. Yeah. And then you know when people get a little you know when they coming up they're your friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody your friend. Everybody want to rub elbows, come smiling in your face. But then when they get a little fame, they get distant. Then when they hit that, you know, that, that blow-up meter where they, you know, getting mad major checks, yeah, you can't they, they don't know you no more. You know what I'm saying? And this one nigga in the game, you know, I'm going to keep it clean, but he was, you know, 
I saw him run at this 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 run, you know run from Run DMC at this premiere, and he walked in with this other cat, R&B cat. You know what I'm saying? And Run, you know, we respect each other. And he is no thing. I see you, you see me, whatever. I'm gonna show you love. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, bro, what up, baby? It's good. He walked right over to me, gave me love, and I looked at the other dude. He kind of head nodded me. I was like, really? Yo, you gonna hit me with the head nod from across the room, my dude? Like, you don't even know me? I said, okay, cool. He's like, nah, Keith, it ain't like that. I was like, nah, bro, I'm saying, man, I, I would never do you like that. But I think a lot of these cats is like, they just, they're not real, man. Like, you know, you run a couple, uh, uh, run across a couple of real dudes. And the one, I'm gonna tell you, the one, the real, one of the realest dudes I know in the game is Bun B. You know, you know Bun, he like the king of the south. This dude called my phone, I went to his mom's house. You know, he looked at me when I pulled up at his mom's house. I was like, dude, you came all the way to depart off of Texas for me, bruh? That's like, you saying. drove that hour and a half by yourself through the bugs? I was like, yeah, my nigga, like, what's good? So we developed a, a certain relationship that's just mad cool. Like, we, he ain't on no Hollywood shit, you know what I'm saying? But you find that with a lot of the South dudes, like Jay Prince is my dude, too. I could pick up the phone, call him anytime about anything. You know, he, he, if, he, if he can't help me with it, he'll, he'll instruct me where to go. Yeah, but, you know, Slip Dog, you know what I'm saying? I got it's a couple of real ones. Red, Meth, you know what I'm saying? DMX, you know what I mean? Nas. Like, you got a couple of real ones out there that really that really just hold down and on some real shit, not no sucker shit, you know what I mean? Right, I got you. Now, you know, I know y'all did a tour with LL, you know. What's an LL Cool J tour like, man, back in them days? Man, it's something like you never wanted to see. I'm going to tell you, we I, I went to, the, the first one I went to was Fresh Fest, when it was Run DMC, LL, uh, Dougie Fresh Slick Rick, Big Daddy Kane, um, EPMD. It's uh, a lot of legends, man. Man, it was, it, it's more than that. It's more than three or four. I can't think of everybody else that's on there, but it was so many people there that when you just looked in the crowd, and, and Damon says this in some of his speeches, like, everybody had on Adidas. Like, there wasn't no social media. There wasn't none of that none of that shit. Everybody had on Adidas. Like, you look through the whole crowd, everybody had on Adidas. They had the stripe on. And, and, and you know, being at that, that, that particular concert was crazy because I'm looking at it like, Yo, this is my first real concert. I'm, I'm, I got all mad backstage passes. I'm rolling through the backstage. I ain't never seen what that was like before. And then, um, you know, running with L and and and, and driving to all these different states. But that was cool. But he did a, a a tour with R. Kelly. I don't know if you remember back in '96, and that's when they was beefing. And yeah, I, I remember that tour. You know, R. Kelly was acting all crazy and, yo, don't look at me with the with the sheets and nobody can. I'm like, yo, it's just like, I, I've never seen no 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 actions like that before, but I remember walking out in Canada and um, and I looked up in the crowd and I couldn't see one dude. So you can imagine like 40,000 people, 40, 50,000 people, and I couldn't see. I might have seen like one dude here, one dude here. If it was 100 dudes in that place, that was a lot. That was for my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like a kid in a candy store, man. I was out there. Who wouldn't, man? <laughs> but it's like crazy, man. 
Nah, that's what's up, man. You know, what's your relationship like with Hype Williams? I know, I know he paid, you know, how much of a role has he played in the success of the football game? <laughs> I mean, Hype is our boy, man. You know, he's always been a boy, our boy since back in the days. Um, we got a good relationship. We laugh and joke every time we see him. We reminisce about all the old stuff that we did. You know, like, Hype is really, I call him eccentric. You know, I remember one time we were shooting this, uh, we wanted to shoot a, a, a commercial, but we wanted to do something different. I was just, you know, our whole conversation when it was different, like, we wanted to be to the left with it, like, what people don't even expect. So he was like, I got it. So we was like, what you got? Hmm. He was like, Blue, call you later. And we were like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? So when he went out, he actually went out, came back, sent us a script, and the shit was crazy. He's like, yo, I'm going to build an underwater fashion um, runway, and and, and I'm going to have the girls swim down to the runway. It's going to be like 18 feet deep, and they're going to swim down, and they're going to walk on the runway. And I'm looking at him like, because I can't swim. So I'm like, man. I hope this don't turn into a lawsuit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm thinking. And, um, man, he made one of the most beautiful commercials I've ever seen in my life, man. Like, his his wisdom and his and his, and his vision is just somewhere else. Like, it's, it's somewhere else on another level. And at sometimes, you know, at, at times you need that, especially for your brand, for you to take your brand to the next level. Like, a lot of those videos he did, like, even with Fatty Girl he did for us, yeah, we paid a grip for it, but... There wasn't no, there wasn't no clothing dudes doing videos, rap videos, dancing in their own videos and having yeah, fun yeah. and enjoying them. It wasn't nothing like that. So he made it fun for us, and you know, it, it just was things that we've never experienced before. And and you know, Hype is just a genius, man. He's a genius, but that's our boy. Like he always be, you know. There's certain people that are entrenched in in in, in our hearts forever. It's like LL, Hype, you know. Um, Russell, um, even running them because, you know, watching these cats coming up inspired us to do what we wanted to do and, and, and think about other options. But, you know, back in the days, man, it was like Supreme Team, these cats yeah. running around. You know, you had Fat Cat and them with 40 Projects. I had family all over Queens, so I grew up in, you know, I had, I had people, I lived in Queens Village, but then I had family in, 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 in Hollis and I had family in, on, um, South Side, and you know, I had family all over the place, so I used to just travel all over. But you know, there's a lot of people that will always be, you know, always, you know, yeah. Now that's what's up, man. Now you know, for somebody starting a company, how 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 hard is it to uh, start a clothing company, man, or run a clothing company? It's really hard, man. You need about a half a million dollars. No shit. Like, and I tell people all the time, like, people, oh, no, I'm going to just do these T-shirts and then they're going to blow and then this, that, and other, and, you know, we're going to be out there and we're going to be, you know, following your footsteps. And I'm like, dude, it takes a lot for you to get your brand out there. You know, it takes a lot of money. It takes advertising, marketing, sampling, manufacturing. Like, all this stuff costs money. Like, where you going to get this brand from? Like, you want to sample two pair of jeans, yeah, the jeans might cost you when you get them done twenty dollars to make, but you're doing a sample. They're gonna cost a buck fifty, buck seventy five a pair. Right. Just get one done, one or two done. So you gotta have the the, the money for that shit. And you know, it, it and and I wouldn't even like right now, the way the way these kids and this this new generation is set up, they not 
they ain't riding for nothing. You know what I'm saying? They ain't riding nothing for nothing. At all. Like, you know, if it's, if it's a Gucci and Louie or somebody like that, yeah, they're going to ride all day. Okay. But when you put an urban company out there to try to make some money, you know, or Supreme, they're going to ride for Supreme forever. Ever, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 I don't, you know, it, I, I know Supreme has a has a has a good grip on 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 the fashion industry, but there are other people who are like them that have the same type of situations, but they will never be able to have those situations because you don't have the people backing them. Yeah, the right people. You got you got people and they wear your brand one day, then two months later, oh, I had that shit a couple of months ago. How are you as a brand ever going to build your brand up? Yeah. Did, let you go to another consumer, you know what I'm saying? And then you go to another consumer that ain't them, then it's, oh, you sold out. Yeah. Like, I'm getting right now, like I told you earlier, you know, we put up shit on FUBU, FUBU.com. We have FUBU.com up for a while. There's people buying it, but ain't nobody we know, you know? Yeah. But then when we go deal with Urban Outfitters, then I'm seeing sellouts and this, that, and the other. But then I look up this person's name. This person's name ain't bought nothing on the site as well. You know what I'm saying? So it balances. You know what are you saying? I, you ain't buying nothing, but I can't sell it. I mean, you still, and, and that's what's crazy. You know, companies ain't been around for a long time, but you guys, like I said, always was able to revamp. Always was figuring out a way to re, you know, restructure things up there. Yeah, man. I mean, you just try, man. Like I said, I've been with my dudes. You know, and, and we kind of know each other, so we know when to fall back, when to push, you know what I'm saying? When to give each other space and all that. So we constantly thinking of different things like, you know, Damon, you know, he's doing this whole uh, Shark Tank thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm so proud of this dude because I'm like, yo, you be a finish yourself. You got a hit show. doing extremely well. Like, I, I, I thrive for my people to do well. Like, I've never been a cat that... You know, even when you was rocking, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, bro. You was always supportive. You know, it was always there for me, you know? kid that I like, and every t every now and again, we check in, you know what I'm saying? But, definitely. You know, it's, it's, I, I like when cats is doing good because we need more cats doing well because, you know what I'm saying, we we all need to come up. Come up. Yeah, we all definitely I, need to come up. And coming from where we come, our people don't like to see us come up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't understand. And that's what's crazy. You know, you jealous of me because you're still standing in the same spot. Right. And I'm, you know, progressed. When you should come at me, like, yeah, how, how, how can I get on? Like, how can, what can I do? What, what, what part can I play? Yeah, what, what do I need to do with myself or better myself so that I may be in a position to help you or to do the things that you're doing? You know what I'm saying? Nah, definitely. The right path. But nobody wants to do the work, man. Like, I always tell people, it's, it's called homework, my nigga. Like, yeah. You gotta do your homework, and you know. Even, even, like stepping, like when I had to reinvent myself, I said, "All right, let me step back and reinvent myself." It took, and I took a couple months just playing with a few ideas and said, "All right, this is what's up. This is a lane. Let me jump in it." But right. I, you know, I just—it's all about homework, man. A lot of people don't want to do that, and I got that. You know, I got my ideas just sitting and talking with people. That's like, Yo, you know, you should do this, you should do that, and I was like. Hmm. But they ain't know. Right after that conversation, I spent the next three weeks up every day, like. This is yeah. what I got to do. You got to see this the lane. Let me figure this out. All right, let's go.
people don't realize that, man. They don't, they don't, you know, they don't think about that. They all, they, they all still stuck in one place, like you said, you know? And then I don't, I don't understand the whole crab in the barrel syndrome, the whole who's number one and, you know, who's number two, who's king, who's queen, who's... Man, fuck all that bullshit, man. You don't hear... You don't hear Taylor Swift um, fighting with Selena Gomez, fighting with Megan Trainor, fighting with, you know, Pink, and they all getting their bread. Ain't nobody talking about Katy Perry. And this. Yeah. And they getting bread, man. They getting bread. Like, you know, and, 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 and I think Nikki, like, even that situation where I was saying, a crab in the barrel, I think Nikki and Remy are both talented artists. I think they own, they both have their own lanes. Yeah. But... You know, being in, you know, cats getting in your ear and all this bullshit, and they got to come at each other and degrade one another to get up. And it's not really about that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, what we did when, when we had a position to, to, to reach back and pull another brand up, mm-hmm. we did that. You know what I'm saying? We did that all day because you can't live on an island alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't do that. So, it's it, no it, team. Island. Then you need another people. You need other people around you to make this shit. You know, make it live again. That's what we did. We we told these department stores go out and get this brand. Go out and get that brand. Surround us with these people. Like you know, put these people around us because we want to create a section that people could go to to get out get our clothing. Right. And that's what it was all about at the end of the day. But you know, when you hear people talking about you know who inspired them or what brands that they respect, and you never hear Fubu. You know, and, and what's cool. crazy is people used to, I remember people used to go insane for, you know, that used, that used to be what they wanted. You know, I remember the How How movie, F Fuck You Pay Me, all type of shit. That was a slogan, you know, it was everybody wanted FUBU. You know what I'm saying? And, and then for them to turn around and it, it's just like, like you said, people were running with trend. So, like, when y'all guys started giving back to the communities, you know, and giving to the homeless and the needy at a time, like people, I, I would say people followed the trend and felt they, you know, was less. They shouldn't be wearing that. You understand? Yeah, but you know what? We did a good deed, and, and I'm gonna tell you how that. And I'm I, and I support that all day. But I'm gonna tell you how that happened. We got a warehouse with 24 million dollars worth of goods. We wasn't getting no checks. They was like, "Yo, you gotta get rid of this stuff, man. You get checks all day. You get rid of this stuff." So he's like, mm-hmm. "All right, cool." So we finally got rid of this stuff. So it was a lot of stuff that fell between the cracks and all that. And, you know, we dusted it off and, you know, wiped it off. But it wasn't nothing that you could sell to anybody. You know what I'm saying? And and we decided, we had a couple of boxes, like three or four boxes, huge boxes. So we was like, you know what? Let's partner with somebody and give this out. They were like, no, nah, we don't want to make it a big news thing that we don't need clothes. Let's just go to a couple of shelters and hand it out, give it, you know, but we not thinking this, this stuff is three, four years old. Like, yeah. we ain't thinking. But what happened was certain, you know, cats, homeless people that, that, that got it, they start rocking it. You know, shit, this new to them. They start rocking it. And people started seeing that, and they were like, man, I ain't wearing bums is wearing this. I ain't wearing it. Okay, you know. And that's the way the generation is now, too. It's crazy. You can't, you can't do anything about that. It's almost like you got to make up a special brand for them to wear but not make it to where anybody can see it because if anybody sees it they don't want it you know but it, you know it is what it is man we still here 25 years later have the opportunity to 
start a brand. You know, we got FUBU Radio going on right now, which I'm, I'm, I'm heading up. We got FUBU TV, which, is, which Jay is heading up. We got Hotel FUBU, which Carl is heading up. We just uh, launched the brand again, like I told you. We we releasing, we just released FUBU Mobile. So now we got FUBU Mobile, Mobile cell, man. We got FUBU cell phones coming out right now. So cats will be able to, to to buy a cell phone for $125 that can compete with the iPhone, that can compete with the the, the Samsung phone That's and not be $1,000 and paying, you know, $50 a month on yeah. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to tap into that community because, yeah, of course, everything is fine when it's grandioso and, you know, $100,000 and all that. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who are not in that position to yeah. the same services. So we want it. to that, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. once we get this whole frugal media thing up and running, hopefully one day we sit back and be like, you know what? Let's sell this joint for a billion dollars and keep it moving and start something else, that's you know? Right. So. And that's the way the game works, you know? Yeah. Now, you know, uh, what was it like developing a brand like Crown Holder, you know? Oh, it was easy. It was easy, actually, because me and Jay sat down. Um, we were actually trying to make the next... Because everybody was like, yo, FUBU, FUBU, FUBU is calling up for us. All the celebs were calling up. Yo, y'all ain't got nothing. He's like, yo, we ain't got nothing. And he's like, y'all need to make something. So I went to D and I was like, yo, D, man, let's just make some leather jackets, some ill fur coats, some ill, you know, just shit that you know we ain't going to really make. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and get it out there and get it out to the consumer and, and just give it to the artist when they doing red carpet. So that when Cass is like, what are you wearing? It's like, FUBU. And they're like, really? FUBU? Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Yo, you ready? I'm downstairs. All right. Yeah, so, um, so you know, Cassie, like, um, so you know, just Cassie be talking about it, be something in mind, and then I was just nagging him for, like, six months. Then he finally was like, yo, let's do it. You know, do something. You know, put something together we can give out. And then I was like, all right, cool. And um, so I, I, I sat down with Jay. We developed this whole... Crazy, crazy. I mean, it, it was way crazier than what you actually seen with mm-hmm. something. You know what I'm saying? Because we had to dummy it down a little bit and change it up. But it was so crazy that D looked at it and was like, yo, we can't get it. This is a whole line. Yo, we can make money, millions with this. I ain't so, gonna hold you some of the crown pieces I seen and you know I had. I was like, man, hey, where you get that from? It's like, man, hold your horses. And then it was like, you know, Cash was, was, was rocking it. And then it was like, you know, we put the extra touches and it kind of it kind of felt like FUBU again. But we just, we were able to take it up a notch. So we put the velvet in the pocket. So when you stuck your hand in the pocket, it was like, oh, what? You're feeling no, you know what I'm saying? It was a good brand, man. It made about, I think it got it up to about 25 million. But then, you know, the whole... Um, you know, that whole stock market shit happened in 2008. We had just got it off the ground in 2006. So by the time 2008 came around, we had it up to about 20, 25 million. But then, they, you know, ain't nobody was looking by no motherfucking $275 jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, man, listen, we fucked up. We lost bad money. So then it kind of reverted back to where it's at now. It's currently at right now where you had a lot of these smaller companies doing cheap, you know, cheap labor and, and getting you jeans for $40 and shirts for twenty nine ninety nine and, you know, so that's where the mentality of the people are stuck right now. So, it, there's no middle lane no more. There's no, okay, we're going to go by 
some high end. Are we going to go low? That's in this one way or another. There's really no middle right now, and I don't think there ever will be another urban, uh, uh, how could I say it? You know, when we were out, and we and it was, you know, there was us, there were Rockaway, there was uh, Sean John, John uh, the 50 Cent G Unit, G, there was 50 Cent, you had Baby Fat and all that, yeah. Bread, like, niggas was getting bread. You don't have that no more. You're never going to have that no more because these kids, you know, they don't have the brand loyalty that they used to have. have yeah. And that's what's crazy, man. So what's some of the artists you listening to these days? Uh, I like Kendrick, man. I think Kendrick is like that, like that dude, man. Like he, he brings it back. Like to me, um, he's just, he's just what I, I need for me in 2017 because it reminds me of, you know, back in the days when cats needed flows to get on, you know, they used to switch up different voices and, and, and wordplay and everything, man. I, I was just having a conversation. I asked somebody, "What? What used to? You know, what happened to skits?" Yeah, you know no. What I'm it used to be a lot of skits in the album, DMX album, the Locks album. Yeah, yeah. Nobody don't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for me, I've I, I, been bumping Kendrick. Um, you know, uh, who else? I've been listening to a lot of. I like that new Childish Gambino song. Not really a Childish Gambino fan, but I like that song he got out. Um, and then what, what really, I, I got frustrated a lot, um, just listening and even Drake, like I like Drake, but I just want him to get back to the hardcore. Like, I'm like, dude, like you put out a hardcore album, like four albums ago and you never got back to that. You know, you might put out a song here and there, but I just think as a hardcore, I mean, as an artist that can do both, I think he's not doing, you know what I'm saying? He's not doing both the way he should, you know what I'm saying? Unless somebody, you know, somebody try to diss him and then he wants to come, come back. Come back and he come out, yeah. But, you know, I guess, you know, that's what money do sometimes, right? You know, so. But there's a couple of people I like, but I just, I'm frustrated with the, the current state of radio anyway, so that's why I started Food Radio. That's what's up. Cavs are the Warriors. I'm going with the Cavs, man. How many games? Everybody going. I think it's going to be six, seven games. You know what I'm saying? I think it's going to be a battle. I don't think it's going to be like no sweep or nothing. But everybody going with the Warriors because they got current Kevin Durant right now. Oh, he was the missing piece. And Okay. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm one of them people, man. I'm going with the dubs, man. All right. All right. You know, last okay. year. Last year they was going with the Dubs when they were three to one. Yeah, I lost. I lost big last year. I plan to get it all back this year. <laughs> it was three to one, man. I and lost they... big last year, but I'm gonna get it all back this year, man. I got. I got faith. The base got. The base guard gonna come through and you know lift, lift that spell up for us. All right. I think I'm just glad everybody's healthy and everybody's playing, man. I, I like to say. I think this. I think this is gonna be one of the the best finals. They always wanted current Durant against um. LeBron James. Uh, anyway, you know, and, so, and, and, and I seen that coming, you know, before the whole stuff. I seen that when the he whole... just wanted to get there with OKC, you know. Oh, you know, what so okay, was like, oh, well, you going over the, to uh, what you would call it, uh, the Dubs, and then we we'll match that up. But uh, I think it's going to be one hell of a game, man. For real, I'm looking forward to it, man. So, what's some advice you could give to an up and coming, you know, entrepreneur? Do your homework, man. Do your research. You know, there's a lot of things out here that you might want to get involved with, but, you know, there might be something that might be a little easier for you to do that takes a lot less money. Um, 
you know, it's in a whole other lane. You know, don't get into a lane where you got, you know, a bunch of people in the same damn lane because you have to be extraordinary just to get that, you know, get off the ground. Um, and then, you know, I remember um, we had this conversation years ago when we was in the house. It was like, Damon was like, yo, I'll be satisfied if I could just be like the dude that made the paper clips. I was like, really? He was like, man, you know how many people use paper clips? <laughs> I was like, you know, you just G off. You don't really, you don't really think about it, but you could G off just from paper clips, like real talk. Man, and man. He, and, and office, every office operates orders paper clips. Exactly. And then you got people that are always reaching for the stars when you just gotta reach for what's around you and, and concentrate on what's around you and make that work. You know, everything's a challenge. No one to give up. No one to keep pressing. Um, and you know, I can't tell you. I can't tell you that because you know where your business is going or how it's going, or you're blowing too much money. And you think, you know, sometimes it's cool to take a pause. You know, if you can't stop, just pause, sit down, rethink it, and and, and figure out where you want to where you want to go. But I always tell people, do your homework, man. Like that's like the most important thing because whatever you can sit down and come up with, believe there's some research behind it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. It might be some people that be like, yo, I tried this, it doesn't work. Or, you know, you might get an overwhelming a result of, uh, hey, this is this is not what to do. It takes a lot of money. Like clothing. Clothing takes a lot of money. People think they can start a clothing line. You know, it's different from when we was doing it than now. You know what I'm saying? We took $5,000, flipped it, lost it. Then had to take $100,000, flipped it, lost it. Went back to broke. Then we got some, 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 you know, Samsung money and was able to have an open, an open line of credit, basically from a billion dollar company. So it wasn't crazy to us anymore. But See, I was doing Samsung deals before Hove, man. Yeah, man. But ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing it like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody. The budgets you know? and everything changed, man. Like that no more. But I definitely want to thank you for taking your time out for sitting with the self motivated podcast, man. For sure, man. And you know, we on top of everything. We always got our support, and thanks for always supporting us, man. Nah, for sure. You already know. Enjoy the rest of your day, big boss. All right, homie. All right. Peace. Peace. Street Radio.